last is in the past. We break down two franchises that are looking to make the playoffs after a long drought. All this and more on Coaching from the Couch. Hello, and welcome back to another edition of Coaching from the Couch. It is I, Darren Hill, back with you again. And once more, the boy himself here again, Blake the Snake. What's up? The boys are back. The boys are back. Yeah, the boys are back. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Did Darren do his homework on High School Musical or no? Oh, no. <laughs> it's the Christmas season, but I'm too busy watching Christmas stuff. True, that's fair. That's valid. <laughs> so maybe, maybe after the new year, we'll see. Yeah, Get on some of that Troy Bolton action, B. Oh yeah, let's go. And uh, Zach Efron, of course. Yeah, Vanessa Hutch- Hutchinson. Yeah, Sharpay. Sharpay. <laughs> yeah, that's all I know. That's that good stuff. <laughs> that's all I've got too. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, we got two episodes in a row, boy. That's uh, it's a pretty good, uh, pretty good streak we got going. Pretty good rap sheet. We're we're cooking it up, man. Let's go. And boy, do we got a topic for you today? Yeah. Um, what should be the title of this of this topic? I was thinking about it, but I can't. I couldn't come up with a good name. Like the topic for today's pod is Deshaun Watson's addiction to getting his penis rubbed down by masseuse. <laughs> <laughs> That's old news, boy. No one cares about that anymore. <laughs> yeah, his penis is in the past. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we ain't worried about that. <laughs> We're done with that, B. Uh, Antonio Brown's penis is more uh, noteworthy <laughs> now. Than... <laughs> yeah, that's more of a hot topic now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, geez. Um, something about underdogs, I think. Yeah, like from from last to last. <laughs> yeah, there's there's not a good. A good uh, word that uh, you know goes with last, opposite of last that rhymes with last. From last to past, in the past. <laughs> From last in the past, <laughs> being last is in the past. Yeah, there it is. That's the money. That sounded good. Light bulb. There we go. From. Or being last in the past. <laughs> Brought to you, babe. Brought to you, babe. Good. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. So, we thought we'd talk about 
the two worst teams in the NFL last year and how they have all of a sudden become worthy. Boomed. Worthy of contention with the playoffs, baby. And if you don't remember, that was the Jacksonville Jaguars who had the first overall pick last year. Who were in dog the crap. Detroit Lions. Yes. The Detroit Lions who uh, finished uh, second second to last. I don't know. I don't remember what their records were. Let's see. Do you remember their records? Jaguars. What was it? Like three? Did they win three games or two? Uh, it, it was probably three. That's this year. Uh, oh, that's this year. Let's see. Um, yeah, there we go. Three and 14. Barely squeaked by the past the Texans. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was uh, the Detroit Lions, also three. Oh, but they were three, 13, and one. <laughs> so, the tie really, really screwed yeah. yeah, so that's why they got the second one. I guess if they probably would have not had that tie. Uh, they might have been either the first overall pick or the third, I guess, <laughs> with the Texans. <laughs> yeah, true. Jeez. Um, but uh, quite the resurgence these two teams have had this year. Uh, Jacksonville now sitting at six and eight, doubled their record last year. And there's still, what, three games left? Yeah. And then uh, Detroit as well, already doubled at seven and seven, second in the division. Uh, both teams, baby. yes, both teams second in the division. So, and yeah, like we said, they're they're fighting for a playoff spot. Uh, Lions have won three straight. Uh, let's see, they won last week. Where are we? Oh, yeah, right here, right? Last week against the Jets. They won the week before against the Vikings. And then they beat the Jacksonville Jaguars the week before that. That's not even a beat. That's a literal spank down. <laughs> yeah, that's a spanking. 40 to 14. Um, so they're on a little hot streak here. And then um, same with the Jags, winning two straight. So they beat the Cowboys this last week. Which in a really good game, beat the Titans the week before that, and then uh, that's when they lost to the Lions. Um, so, but uh, they've been they've been looking they've been looking good. So we thought we'd kind of talk about uh, these two teams and why we think they're turning it around. I mean, historically, both these teams, uh, you know, have been trash for very long, and so just the fact that they're even in the race for the playoffs is is quite quite the story and quite the uh the accomplishment for both these guys so i think uh i think there's some interesting things both these teams have done to to really put themselves in the conversation for uh you know in in the playoffs and and uh you know bright futures ahead oh yeah for sure for for both these teams too. And, you know, me, me and you split up the teams and, and did some more specific research on, you know, each individual team. And 
Yeah, it's. I mean, it's exciting. Both these teams have very bright futures. You know, young and you know, got a lot of talent, and you know, really, really an underdog story for both of both these teams. I mean, they've been both have been awful for years on end. So <laughs> this this part will be fun to kind of see what you know what we think are the because I mean we mentioned we want to do the top three things that we think are the biggest changes and that have helped them you know flourish to where they are now so yeah it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how similar they are in in ways and also see how they're different but yeah they're both these teams man they, they definitely have bright futures so i'd be excited if i was a lions or a jaguars fans so that, that's for certain oh yeah oh yeah for sure uh so yeah let's i guess we could dive into it um and uh do you want to do you want to start so you had the detroit lions and uh let's start from your your third thing that you think you know helped them the most and then work your way up to the to the number one thing that's uh that's helped them uh, turn this thing around i guess all right yeah yeah i got that let's go let's go Okay, yeah, I got I did, did a little research, so let me get all my stuff. Yeah, bust bust those notes out, but <laughs> yeah, so bust I, those notes out. I think my third, and obviously this can be, you know, argued, but for for me at least, I think my third, and and um, one of the most important, third most important, I think, is the the amount of draft picks and, and talent that they've gotten over the over the past couple of years um so since 2010 they've had 15 first round picks jeez that's um so in 2010 they had two first rounders and then in this past year 2022 they had the two first rounders um, oh yeah that's right and jameson williams that's um, right. and i i mean i think i would put this up at three because First, I mean, it's it's pretty amazing the the difference that first rounders are compared to a, a second rounder or even a third or even later. You know, they they're just more they're more NFL ready. Um, so these guys are coming in and, and are automatically playing a big role. Um, Aiden Hutch, Hutchinson is a great example of that. I mean, the guy's having a killer year, um, doing great for him. We haven't been able to see a ton of Jameson Williams. You know, him coming off of that. ACL injury, which he's going to be very exciting to, to see how he, you know, plays out and, and, <laughs> what was that? It was a spasm, buddy. <laughs> and, and see how, you know, he, he turns out, but mm. I mean, all these guys are, are just absolute tanks already, you know, coming out of college. So you plug them into the NFL and they're, um, they need a lot less development time than a lot of these other guys do that you get in the later rounds, you know, in the second or third or even later. Um, so I think number three, I, I would throw draft picks in there just because, um, I mean, these they're just they've got so much talent. And you look at their roster. I, I sat and looked at their wa- roster, and mm. they, I mean, a ton of their roster they had drafted, and and it's been recent too. So they're young, mm. you know, they're still on some of these guys are still on their rookie contracts and they, you know, they're just tough because they're these first rounders. So that's what Detroit expects from them is a bunch of ballers and that's what they're getting. So these guys are coming in here ready to play. So 
I would put draft picks as my third most important thing that's really turned around the Detroit Lions. Nice. No, yeah, I like it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, even yeah, and like you said, just uh, looking at the uh, looking at the roster. I mean, you've got uh, you know, just off the top of my head, you know, you've got uh, Pene Sewell, who's kind of been the you know beast on the offensive line. Was a first rounder two years ago. First rounder. There you go. Uh, And uh, that's been a big reason why. their offensive line has been one of the best in the, in the league. So, oh, you yes, know, that obviously, good. that obviously helps. Um, and then, um, you know, you've got Jeff Okuda, another first rounder, their kind of uh, star cornerback. Uh, I wouldn't say he's, uh, you know, top, top, top in the league or anything, but you know, he's good. Uh, and he, he's still young too. So, that, you know, I'm sure there's, there's still room for progress there. Uh, and then, like you said, these last two, you know, they were able to get two this last year. Uh, and Aiden Hutchinson looks like, uh, you know, he's living up to the hype. Uh, he kind of struggled there uh, towards the beginning, but uh, he seems to be picking it back up uh, here here late. And um, I yeah, I saw some stat, too, that like Aiden Hutchinson's the first lion to be in double digit sacks since Nick Domican Sue. Oh, geez. Yeah. Sue hasn't been on the Lions for ages, man. I I, I thought that was crazy. Sue is almost out of the league if it wasn't for for the Eagles, who, you know, just barely picked him up. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's been a while since the Lions have really seen a a net rusher like him. So, geez. Yeah. Yeah. And he he, he looks the part. Um, Yeah. He's he's a stud, good leader, and, you know, a good, uh, good, good guy off the field and everything. So, you love to you, you love to have a guy like that, uh, and then yeah, like you said with Jameson Williams. I mean, everyone thought he was going to be the best receiver in the draft if he if he didn't tear his ACL in the national championship game. So, you know, they got probably the best receiver in the draft, and now he's finally coming back. Uh, he's only played a few games, and even in the few games he's played, uh, he's he scored a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, uh, he looks good. Yeah, he had a bomb. It was like a sixty yarder touchdown he almost had another one uh last week against the jets but i want to say goff over overthrew him just a just a little bit or was it underthrown one of the one of the one of the two but uh it barely missed him i mean he was he was open so uh that one would have been another long touchdown so he he's fast and uh can take the top off a, a defense and uh he, he'll just continue to get better uh, and then you add, uh, you know, you, you've still got Amon Ross St. Brown. He was he was a later round pick, but yes, yeah, he was not a first rounder, which I was surprised by. But yeah, that guy, I mean, just been he's a he's a beast. absolutely killing it. Yeah, uh, oh, weeks, weeks thirteen through eighteen of twenty twenty one, he was second in the NFL in receptions, fourth in the NFL in yards, and in receiving touchdowns, he was tied for third. And that was Jeez. last year. This man is only <laughs> that was a rookie. <laughs> Those are old. Yeah. yeah, that was a that was a rookie last year, right? Rookie yeah. rookie numbers. Jeez. Yeah. And I mean, he's he's only getting better. Like nuts. yeah, 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 yeah. He looks the part. I mean, he's jacked. His dad. Uh, if if anyone watched the um, Hard Knocks this year, his dad is uh was uh Mister Universe. He was like a two time Mister Universe. So you know, being jacked and. <laughs> ginormous is in is in the blood 
Um, it is. <laughs> so he, he's kind of he's kind of smaller, but you know you could tell you know he's got some he's got some big old definition there on the arms and everything. Um, he's probably more of a of a he he's had some injury issues this year, so I feel like he's probably more of a of a two. You know that's probably that's probably better for him. So if Jamison Williams can maybe step up and and maybe take over and or he'll at least uh you know draw some of the the double coverages and whatnot away from St. Brown. So that's only gonna help him. Uh, yeah, and hopefully yeah. that'll help help him get healthy and things. Yeah, for sure. I think if uh you know Williams is as legitimate as we think he is coming out of college, um, which he's obviously showing flashes I mean that's that's going to be a dangerous wide receiver combo, you know. They're oh, yeah. are, they're just going to absolutely tear up defenses left and right. So I yeah, mean, they're just going to be an insane combo. Probably some, probably one of the best in the league, if if not the best, if if both of them can play to you know full potential. Oh yeah, no for sure. Um, and then you've got uh, DeAndre Swift. I don't think he was was he. Was he a first rounder? I don't think he was, was he? He was not, no. Okay. I think he was he was I think he was like second, wasn't he? Second yeah, or third? I think he was like a second rounder, I think. Okay. But you know, he he he's a stud too. You know, he's he's been playing well for him. Absolutely. Um, so you know, they nailed that pick, a, a later pick as well. Oh yeah, they traded TJ Hawkinson, right? He was a he was a first rounder for him. Yes, he he was. Yeah, he's he's one of the one of the few that's no longer with them, but uh, you know, he was he was good when they had him there for a while. Oh yeah. No, yeah, he was a beast. Uh, but do you remember what they uh got I, I for don't. Him? I think it was more draft picks, wasn't it? I think they got I a think first, so. first rounder. Or, Let's oh, see. Uh, I don't Oh, it looks like uh just yeah, just a second rounder this year is that yeah i think that's this year and then a third rounder next year um and then they, it looks like they give up a, a fourth rounder ne- this year and then a fourth rounder next year conditional fourth rounder um which i don't it know seems like the lions got screwed on that <laughs> Yeah, that one that one is kind of a head scratcher because yeah, he's good and he's killing he's it for really the Vikings. Yeah. Uh the Vikings have really unlocked him, you know. So he uh he's he has been doing a lot better with the Vikings. So I don't well, know. I, I um, looked at the, the depth chart on the Lions and tried to find who their t- num- their number one tight end now. And yeah. I his name and I was like who is this man? <laughs> had like one reception for like 50 yards is all. I, I don't even know who he was. Oh, geez. Yeah, that is weird. So I, uh, got something up their sleeve that we don't know about, or I don't know what the thinking was there. But, I mean, the guy's a beast. He's been killing it for him all year, and then they just get rid of him. Yeah, that one's – that's kind of disappointing. Uh, Brock Wright, it looks like. Brock- that- Right, <laughs> Brock Wright, and Sh- Shane Zilstra. <laughs> who, who are these men? <laughs> Never heard of these guys. <laughs> exactly. Um, but I guess offensively, offensively, I guess they they've been pretty good this year. So maybe that's when they're they're like, well, hey, 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 don't don't steal my thunder, baby. Oh, oh, okay, okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, maybe that's why you know they're like, eh, you know, we're we're chilling, 
on the offensive side. Let's let's get maybe a few more ammunition in the draft this year and uh you know build other areas of need. Do you uh, want to run through all three of mine? Because that's a good segue into my second one. Yeah, let's uh let's hear your second one. Yeah, we can continue to talk about it, but I didn't want right. I wanted to give you Oh my, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're my, good. The second one that I think um it, it kind of ties in with the first one, which I think overall is easily the the biggest uh change and biggest help for this uh Detroit Lions team. But I mean, these guys, my second one is heart and talent. I mean, these guys are uh, going in week after week and you never see him quit. These guys probably are yeah. some of the toughest. This is probably the, one of the toughest teams in the league right now, just out of pure. I mean, they just play, you know, they, they're not going to quit on you or, you know, you don't have any of these players throwing fits about not getting paid like Debo Samuel. You don't got any of those guys, no. you know, these guys go out and, and they, they fight, man. They, they really do. Um, the, their 2021 defensive rankings were horrible absolutely mm. horrible this year they're not much better but in 2021 in points per game allowed they were 31st in the league oh jeez! on a quarterback where they were 31st in the league red zone td percentage they were 31st in the league facts <laughs> in on the quarterback they were 30th in the league oh. allowed, they were 29th in the league and rushing yards allowed, they were 28th in the league. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely awful. Jeez. Uh, but this year, with with the amount of, of talent that they've added, um, once again through through draft picks and and through the you know heart and talent that this team plays plays with. I mean, just to name off some of the, their star guys, you got DeAndre Swift, Amon Ross St. Brown, Jamal Williams, Jamison Williams, DJ Chark. Josh Reynolds, they had TJ Hawkinson for a while, an O-line that has stayed healthy the, the entire year, which is very rare in an NFL team, but they've stayed mm. extremely healthy and and have blocked very well for, for Jared. And I think they've used Jared in a really good way as well. I think they're using him a lot like the Rams did because Jared is no superstar talent, and I think the Lions know that. So they're using him in the ways that he, he's going to be the most effective. Um, which I, yeah. which I've really liked. Um, but I mean, they, they just got all this talent. I mean, defensively they got, you know, um, Aiden Hutchinson, Jeff Akuda, like we talked about. I mean, those are their star guys, but this year alone in, in the talent that they've received, um, offensively in the NFL right now, they rank fourth in total yards. They're the best team in points scored the eighth best best passing team in the league and fourth in touchdowns, which, I mean, if you would have told me that about the Lions, I would have laughed in your face. I wouldn't have thought, <laughs> wouldn't have thought that. But then I look at the NFL records for defense and the Lions are nowhere to be seen because they, they kind of yeah. struggle on the defensive side of things. But I think that is kind of what they were thinking, like you had mentioned with the TJ Hawkinson trade. Maybe they're, they're trying to just get ammunition through the draft and, and go get some the defensive studs because i mean they obviously have zero problem on the offensive side putting up the numbers that they are mm. um but yeah i think i think you're probably right with that i think they're probably getting rid of him just to stack up the defense i mean between besides 
Hutchinson and Akuda. I don't really know any other star, you know, players on their defensive side of the ball. Um, but I, again, even with special teams, they're second in the NFL in kick returned av- average yards, and they're also second in punt return average yards. So even down to the simple stuff, that's that's all about heart and and talent right there. You know, that's that's going out there and and you know putting everything on the line and and being proud of the logo on your chest. You know, none of these guys mm. complaining or, or whining or boobing about contracts. They they just go out and play like like they're supposed to, which I think is a big change in that culture. Right. Oh yeah, no, for sure. Uh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh when you when your defense is yeah, kind of that bad, but you're still, you know, finding ways to win. Uh yeah, for sure. That's that is a sign of of yeah, a lot more fight and heart, like you said. Uh which probably uh, you know, comes from the players, yeah, that they that they, they that they've brought in, you know, kind of a good culture change, uh, along with a lot of those coaches that they have too you know that that are able to instill that in them um you know guys yeah like you said i like jamal williams you know who who are passionate about it and who are you know good characters who show up to work and just get do their job uh you know you you like guys like that you know jared goff too you know he's pretty even kill who's just gonna show up do his do his work and and uh yeah not not really complain too much um, so, you know, guys like that, you know, they've, they've got, they've got a good group of guys that are, uh, character driven. So yeah, that's, uh, that's helped them out quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, I, think, I think that was definitely a good, good number two, just the, you know, they got, they got a good group of leaders for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't really, I didn't realize those stats too. I mean, they're, they're pretty good on special teams too. That's, uh, that's crazy. I was surprised with that too. I thought that was pretty crazy seeing that, but you know, it's, it's yeah about the details and you know, these guys are all about it, you know, which is why they yep. seen such, such big improvements from that. Yeah. Um, but I'll, I'll mention my, my first and number one thing though. Yeah. Let's hear it. I don't have anything else to add. Your, yeah. Your number one. My number why one. The Detroit Lions have turned it around this year. The biggest reason. Let's it go. Is, it is a name. It is a name. Oh, oh shoot. His name is Dan Campbell. Oh. <laughs> that guy is an absolute dog. Let's <laughs> go. And that <laughs> coaching culture is exactly what they needed. And mm. I think that is why not only are they playing so well, but I think that's another reason why they're playing with that heart and and passion mm. that I had talked about. Dan yeah. is a player's first coach, a hundred percent. He he is out there with his guys at just as much as they are. You know, he he's makes sure that they they know how much he cares and how passionate he is about the game. Um, and I mean, they've had issues with coaches in the past. I mean, since 2010, they've had four different head coaches. Um, 2009 mm. to 2013 was Jim Schwartz. Then 2014 to 2017, it was Jim Cat Caldwell. And mm, then yeah. in uh, 2022 uh, or 2018 to 2022, Matt Patricia was the coach. And then Darkel B- 
Bevel was the interim head coach for the remainder of the 2020 season. And That's then right. Dan, Dan came in there, man, from 2021 to current. And wow. you know, that the biggest change in this team that this team has seen in a long time. So I think I think Dan Campbell is my number one reason why they've had such a big change. He's just gone in there and changed the culture and, and changed the the play, the you know, the attitude, the how it is in the locker room. I mean, these guys are really firing on all cylinders. So I think yeah. that was my number one biggest change. Dang. Yeah. No, I like it. Would you I, yeah. agree, Louie? Would you yeah. agree? Yeah, I definitely would agree. Yep, yep. He is the man. Um, <laughs> and uh, I mean, you could, yeah, you could kind of tell just uh, right off the bat when he got hired at his, um, uh, what do you call it, the the press conference when they when they hired him. You know, he was fired up. He was energetic. Uh, you know, talking about biting kneecaps off and uh, and all this. You know, <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, he's a beast. He's a he's a football guy. So you know, you you want guys like that on your coaching staff that the players can uh, you know get motivated behind and and want to fight for. Um, and a lot of the coaches on the staff are former players, himself included. So they they you know they get it. They understand what these guys are going through, and I think that uh, speaks a lot to. Uh, yeah, what why they're doing so well i think those you know players uh those, those coaches can get to those players a little better because you know they understand it so yeah i think yeah. the level of, of being able to relate to you know being an ex-player like you know dan knows what it's like you know when it when you're in the right. middle of the season and you, you know it's tough you're fighting through injuries like he knows he can relate to these players a lot better than than some of these other coaches that have have never done it can you know so i think yeah like you had said the way he motivates them is it's a whole nother level i mean him and him and jamal seem like the same type of per you know person jamal's a very mm. very vocal guy where i think dan is too you know dan's mm. gonna tell you how it is he ain't gonna sugarcoat it for these guys so <laughs> yeah <laughs> no nope. you've got that type of mindset i mean you're bound for success you know and i think that's why we're seeing it right uh yeah no yeah i totally agree um and yeah just the way he conducts himself yeah to the players you know there's there's a level of respect and uh you know he doesn't you know he like you said he you know he'll he'll tell it to you and he'll he'll get after you and coach you up but uh he, he you know he won't embarrass you or, or go over the top or anything like that uh, you could kind of tell that with uh from watching the uh hard knocks uh before the season you know, he's, he's very in control and, you know, knows what he's doing, you know, has a good understanding of things. And even looking at his, you know, his, his coaching staff, like their offensive coordinator just kind of came out of nowhere. I mean, I don't even know who it is, but he's killing <laughs> it. And, uh, you know, he's probably going to be, you know, uh, you know, um, he's probably going to be rumored around there, around the league for, you know, maybe a head coaching gig, uh, at some point, uh, just because of how well he's doing and, and, you know, like, like we mentioned earlier, it's not like Jared Goff is a, a hall of Famer or anything like that. So it's, you know, the fact that he's doing it with these, these guys and that with Jared Goff at, at the quarterback is, is surprising. And I think it's surprised quite a bit of people. So, um, 
yeah, he, he's been doing a lot better than I think maybe people might have realized. Uh, but I, you know, even defensively, I think too, you know, recently they've been stepping it up. But um, yeah, they, you know, they're 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 getting the job done. Um, and you know, That's being able to, f- sorry, what was that? What, what were you saying? Oh yeah, and I was like, um, just like uh, finding guys in the draft too on the defensive end. I, I've been pretty impressed with like uh, like uh, Rodrigo. If if anyone watched Hard Knocks, uh, Rodrigo was like a main one of the main guys uh, in the show. He was uh, like a, a late round, super late round pick, but he's he's like one of their best players now. You know he's. He's killing it uh, for him uh, at linebacker. And, um, but I think the way they play on defense fits with, with, with the pieces they have. They, you know, they're a very blitz heavy team, but, uh, you know, it works for them. Like they, you know, that's, that's what they do and that's what their guys do well. So, uh, uh, you know, they're, they're gonna, they're not gonna try and be somebody they're not. So I think that, that says a lot too. Yeah. I think that's a, per- a perfect way to describe the lines and dan campbell himself you know like he's not gonna try and stunt anything you know any weird crap like you know it it is what it is and he's gonna trust his guys you know he's i trust my guys over your guys so i'm just gonna send them you know and that's how they play I, i do think a lot of a lot of credit needs to go to that coaching staff which is why i did put them number one like you had mentioned yeah i mean these guys just it's a full shootout i mean the defense isn't great, but I mean they're they're just flat out scoring teams. I mean, oh yeah, looking at the stats, they're right up there with the Chiefs and the Bills, and uh, I was just shocked about how well their their stat line is. And you yeah. know, I think a lot of credit goes to that offense being able to work through Jared Goff, even though they know he's not the the future. I mean, he's just he's been killing it. He just goes out and does his job and lets the other talented guys, you know, do do the work and you know and like you had mentioned, they just find a way to get it done and they just keep doing it. So, <laughs> yep. Yep. No, yep. it's been impressive. So yeah, I mean, a lot of that goes to the the, the staff. Um, one thing that, yeah, I'd put in there just looking at it right now. I mean, look at their offensive line. I mean, their offensive line, like we said, is one of the best in the league. Um. But look where they all they all came from. I don't know if you you saw me looking through here. So left tackle, they got Taylor Decker, uh, first rounder for the Lions back in 2016, 16th overall pick. So he's their starting left tackle. Then they've got Jonah Jackson at the left guard, third round pick for the Lions uh, back in 2020. Um, and then they've got. Frank Rag Ragnow uh at center. Um he was a first round pick back in 2018 for the Lions. Uh then we've got Evan Brown. It doesn't say doesn't say where he came from. I wonder, I wonder if I can Google that. Let's see. Oh wait, or is Evan Brown the center? It says he's center, but I think he's starting at right uh, right guard. Let's see. I think he is too. Um, and then obviously you got uh, Pene Sewell left, uh, left or right tackle, first round pick. 
um, for the Lions. I'm just curious. I wonder what their backups are looking like. Oh, that doesn't say. Um, but I mean, their their our offensive line is insane. Oh yeah, I mean, there you go. There's uh, another guard that was a fourth round pick for the Lions. Um, let's see there. Oh yeah, he's the backup, oh, center. The backup center. Okay, yeah, Dan Dan Skipper. Uh, it doesn't say either, but um, I mean, the all of their. It looks like okay. It looks like Evan's been around a while. Let's see. Uh, current team. Let's see. It looks like he might have been drafted by the Giants. Yeah, by the Giants. Oh, okay. He was an undrafted free agent, but uh, I mean, there's. Uh, let's see. Yeah, one, two, three, four. There are five offensive line starters they drafted, <laughs> and. Three of them are first rounders. <laughs> <laughs> I, I again, I mean, it goes back to draft picks, you know that I had. Yeah. We had mentioned yeah. they they killed it with those picks, you know. Yeah, they, they nailed on them, and they're, they they developed them. You know, they didn't get rid of them after a year or two or yeah, whatever. Exactly. I mean, they're still on the team. They're the same team that drafted them, and yeah, and that, and again, they're they're one of the best offensive lines in the league, and so uh, I think that's. Yeah, yeah. The, do, do not sleep on their offensive line. I mean, they're killing yeah. it, and that that allows them to, to like you said, uh, use Jared Goff like the Rams did, kind of like more of a run heavy, but you know, play action off the run, yeah. um, and you know, get Goff kind of moving. Uh, but looking, was it? Um, oh yeah, it was. It was last week uh, when they played uh, the the. The Jets, you know, the Jets have been able to get after the the quarterback, and you know that's been leading to a lot of their success on defense. But they were not able to touch Jared Goff last week. I mean, he he had all day back there to sit and just pick him apart, wow. and uh, you know, and they they were able to win that game. So, yeah, I think uh, – yeah, I think that goes goes hand in hand with what you said with the, with the picks and just nailing those picks. But yeah, yeah, I think a lot of credit goes to him too. Like I know it kind of sucks for for the fan base and and you know for the team in general. But I mean, for how many years was it just like known that that they were just going to be garbage? Like they tanked year after year because they knew every time like this isn't the year. Let's keep building. Let's keep building and. You know, yeah. and look at them now. They've had a complete 360. You know, they're um, at 500 right now looking to make a playoff push. And, I mean, they've, like you've mentioned, they've just built. They built through the draft, and they knew that that's what they wanted to do, and that was their identity, and that's what they've done. So it's it's been seriously impressive to see them. Like, they, they just do really well drafting. And, mm -hmm. I mean, how hard is it to mess up a first round pick but you know we've seen teams do it but these guys just continue to get these good guys that they get in the first round so it's staying impressive right. yeah and uh you know it would have been easy to you know try and pick the flashy like wide receiver or defensive end or uh running back or quarterback but you know they they, they consistently went with offensive linemen 
And, uh, you know, I'm sure the fans in the moment were like, what the, what are we doing? But, uh, you know, fast forward a couple of years now, look at them. I mean, that's a, that's a stout unit and that's, uh, you know, yeah, never, in. no fan is going to be proud of picking a guard first round. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <Yeah>. No fan. <laughs> no, but no. It, you know, it needs to be done. And you obviously yep. see the teams that have the best offensive line are the most successful usually. So, yep. Nope, that helps a ton. Um, and so, yeah, I like it. Uh, another another option that you could have gone with, I guess, was um, the Matthew Stafford trade. Uh, being able to get a bunch of picks there, getting Jared Goff in yeah. the trade. Yeah, I mean, I mean, where would you rank rank that one? I guess if you had to put that one somewhere on your list. Yeah, I I mean, I think it does. Um... Because I, I mean, I had mentioned draft picks a little bit. I think that definitely um, fits in there as well. Um, I can't remember exactly what they had gotten for him, but it, I remember it was quite, quite a bit. It was quite the, quite the load of picks um, that has has seriously helped, helped them and their team. Um, and I think because of that, the way that they played, I think they get another first round this year because of that um that trade uh, that Matthew Stafford trade and I mean you know Matthew's out this year with his his elbow now so I mean they they are looking smarter and smarter for that trade um so I mean that, that Matthew Stafford trade I would probably put put it up there it's probably top five or five or ten you know top five um for for most important because that was that was big. I mean, that, that had a lot of sway and a lot of, um, you know, effect on, on this team. You know, it was quite shocking. Everybody didn't know, know that that was coming, but I think it was beneficial for both teams. You know, the Rams go and get a Super Bowl with, with him and uh, with Stafford and, you know, they continue to, to like him and they're obviously paying him a lot. And, you know, the Vikings are probably better off for it. You know, they're, loading up with draft picks and and doing wonderful things now you know they're they're making a push to the playoffs so i i definitely rank it pretty high i'd probably say like five yeah no yeah hard to argue that uh and, and you know stafford might be beat up now he's getting old uh the, i've hardly the seen him this first year. rounder because the rams suck this year right Don't yeah so additional first rounder yeah, they'll have two first rounders this year, and the the Rams one's going to be high because the Rams are are horrible. So they're going to have a top pick that they could maybe use for another quarterback for the future if they want. That's crazy. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's so that's really setting them up for the future, you know, as well. So I mean, yeah. if I'm a Lions fan, I'm I'm pretty excited because they're they're gonna they're looking pretty good. <laughs> yeah, and that's how they got Jamison Williams, I believe. Uh, is that they use the Rams pick for for Jamison, and then they use their own pick for Aiden Hutchinson. So, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, that's why you know future is looking real bright. Uh, they they've been smart with their decisions. So, um, all right, let's let's go ahead and jump over to to the Jaguars, uh, which I had the task of dissecting. Uh, who had the first overall pick last year with the worst record in the NFL. Um, 
Let's see. And then the number three, I guess the third most important reason why uh, they, they've been able to turn things around this year is I'm going with the, I guess you could say the overhaul of offensive weapons, maybe. So uh, they went ham <laughs> this offseason. They, they did go ham. In free agency, if you remember. They went crazy, spent a ton of money. And everyone kind of made fun of the Christian Kirk signing because they paid him a ton of money. Um, and he hasn't, you know, really proven anything. But uh, they also got uh, Evan Ingram from the Giants. They also got Zay Jones from the uh, Raiders. from the Raiders. Um I'd even throw um, uh, Brandon Sheriff in there. So they, they just completely just revamped that offense and it needed to be done. You know, they didn't have anybody to throw to. Um, and, you know, when you're trying to develop a young quarterback like Trevor Lawrence, you know, you got to get him some weapons to, to actually throw to and make plays. Um, didn't help Travis Etienne got hurt last year, but, you know, he's back. He's looked great. Um, but you know, that offense is looking, I mean, at the beginning, you know, they, they've kind of sputtered a little bit, but I think you're really starting to see the connection now that, uh, Trevor Lawrence and these, uh, wide receivers are, are starting to have. And, uh, you know, that's, that's really fueling that offense. Um, let's see, what, what was the other wide receiver they, they have that they got last year, they got Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, the the guy from oh he's got the nose ring what's his yeah name? I think so um let me look him up gosh that's right on the tip of my tongue I know oh no it's not yeah Zay Jones Marvin Jones yeah Marvin Jones but has he has he been playing I don't no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is he? Yeah, where's he at? Marvin Jones. He hurt. No, he's been playing. I wonder if he's hurt. Let's see. Um, Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, because yeah, they do have Marvin Jones. Yeah, he's on there. Oh yeah, it is Marvin Jones. Okay, that didn't seem right. I thought it was someone else, but no. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, even Marvin Jones, you know, he's. You know, none of the, none. Of, I wouldn't say any of those guys are like, uh, like a, a number one receiver. You know, like a like a Stephon Diggs or a, a Jamar Chase, uh, Tyreek Hill. But you know, they're they're probably all B receivers. Um, so you know, the combination of them really helps. But you um, think the, you think the Kirk trade is is worth it though? You think they're gonna scratch their head a little bit after this season? Um, quite a bit of money. Yeah, and he he's been doing okay. Um, I mean, he hasn't been terrible. Um, just looking at his at his past performances, let's see. Uh, he's got seven touchdowns so far for the year, so that's pretty that's good. Not, that's not terrible. And um, honestly, with the um, you know, with with the the salary cap continuing to go up and and the continuous influx of money into Oh, the you might be thinking of Calvin Ridley. Um 
Yeah, I, I, I just, I just realized that too. Uh, they, they traded for Calvin Ridley uh, in the middle of this season, I believe, right? Yeah, he's, uh, he's, like, he's like a number one guy. Yeah, I mean, if he can come back, you know, ready to go like he did when he was in Atlanta, yeah, I think he, he might be, he might be the guy. So I wonder, I wonder if that's, you know, if that's what they're banking on, and, and if he, you know, if he can come back and, and be like he once was look out because uh yeah that's that's quite a quite a good receiving room i think yeah that's um, a really good receiving room so and then you know a bunch of good weapons there for trevor lawrence uh which i think maybe flies under the radar sometimes you know you, you look at uh you know all the all the good teams and you know they're, they're good offenses but when you have a a, a stud at quarterback you need weapons around him you know so you know you've got uh joe burrow you know he's he's got tons of weapons with jamar chase joe mixon um uh, t higgins tyler boyd you know you look at uh, patrick mahomes he had tyreek hill they went and got uh Kadarius tony uh they have travis kelsey um you know you look at uh even even like uh tom brady you know he's got uh chris godwin you know, he he even you know he he had to go out and convince Gronk to come back when they won the Super Bowl. He tried to get they had Antonio Brown there for a minute. You know that so they know how important uh, you know having these weapons are. So um, I think the fact that they went out and and brought in these guys, I think uh, has really helped this offense and really helped Trevor Lawrence take another step. Uh, and yeah, I know the money was kind of kind of nuts there for Christian Kirk, but. Uh, I, I you know give it a couple years and it honestly probably won't even look that bad just because the the money is is it's continuing so to, to go up. Uh, I mean, I just saw that uh, they're they're the NFL's gonna sell their Sunday ticket. Their their contract with Directv is is expired, and so they're they're gonna be selling that to to somebody for probably like two billion dollars is what it sounds like. So um <laughs> the, you know the money's going to continue to come and that's only going to raise the uh the, the contracts that they're handing out so um I, I honestly don't think it's too big of a big of an issue um but what what do you think i mean even evan ingram's kind of come on for him i mean he's he's nothing crazy but uh you know to have a big tight end like that you know that that can make plays is you know is important yeah, I'd for sure definitely put that in the in the top three, like you'd mentioned this. They did just go absolutely bonkers this offseason and and really went after the uh, you know offensive talent, which is what they needed anyway. Um, so I think that's definitely for sure top top three, you know, as well. And they've they've got some serious weapons, you know, and it like you had mentioned, if Ridley can come back ready to go, I mean, seriously, watch out. These guys are gonna be scary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that is that is looking good. Um, I'm just looking at their offensive line just to just to see if we see any patterns, just like we did with uh, Detroit, which we kind of do. Like their center here uh, is a third rounder this year that they drafted. Their um, the, normally their starting left tackle, which is Cam Robinson, he's hurt right now, but he was a uh, I think a second rounder that Jacksonville drafted. Uh, yep, second rounder in 2017. But he's out, and the guy replacing him, third rounder that they drafted, uh, Walker Little, 
just oh no, the second rounder that they drafted uh, last year. Um, let's see. Then they've got. Uh, oh, here we go. Oh, of course, yeah, Brandon Sheriff. They didn't draft him, but you know he was uh, probably one of the he was a top five pick for our Commanders, um, and he was probably one of the best offensive linemen, uh, free agent offensive linemen last year. So they just go out and, you know, give him a ton of money. And he's a beast. I mean, the commanders are wishing that that uh, we still yeah. had him because <laughs> our offensive line is horrible now. Um, you know, he, he's a monster. And let's see. And then they've got Jaywin Taylor. And look at that second rounder in 2019 that they drafted. Jeez. So there you go. Same thing. I mean, that, that kind of goes along with the kind of offensive weapons. Uh, you've got to have a, an offensive line that'll uh you know be able to to protect trevor lawrence to be able to open lanes for the running back travis Etienne, and be able to give trevor lawrence enough time to yeah get the ball to those uh wide receivers and uh their their whole offensive line is basically guys they drafted and uh you know developed and they they held on to so look at that there you go that there's a there's a you know, two similarities between the, the Lions and the, and the Jags. They've been able to develop that offensive line and, and keep their guys. So uh, that that's, I don't think that's a coincidence that uh, they're doing so well with that yeah, offensive line. So definitely. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a lot like you'd mentioned, it's a lot like the Lions, you know, when you can, when you yep. draft the talent and develop them, then, you know, they're going to turn into these players. And especially when they're early picks, you know, in, in early rounds, then they're definitely going to help you out for sure. Yep. Um, all right. For my number two, um, I got, so I went, this one's kind of obvious, but I went with the, obviously with the drafting of Trevor Lawrence with the number one overall pick, what, uh, two years ago um i mean i that i don't know how shocking that is but uh obviously that has helped them quite a bit um you know he's a stud uh his rookie year you know he he had his struggles but you know rookie learning learning the game learning the professional game and this year he kind of started off a little slow but uh he has been killing it recently I think he just had his like first to turnover in like forever. It, it seems like um, just this last week. And so he, he's obviously a big reason why they've been able to turn it around. Uh, you know, they, they, they have their franchise guy and I don't think there's any questions about that anymore. Uh, you know, he's the dude and uh uh, you, you know, you got to be feeling pretty good about that because, uh, uh, that you know, obviously that's 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 always the major the major question is uh, the, the quarterback position. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, I mean, like you had mentioned, it's it's obvious, but it, it has such a dramatic effect on the team. You know, like uh, a lot of people can't don't you know, a lot of people might not remember, but. Zach Wilson was on the board as well, you know, and they could have yeah. stock over, over Trevor, but you yeah. know, it was kind of, kind of obvious they were going to go with Trevor, but you know, it's, it's a good thing that they did. Zach's having his, you know, having his struggles there in, in New York and, and, you know, he's, he's now benched for, you know, Mike White. So it, it's a good, 
good thing that they picked Lawrence. And like you had said, he's, he's a franchise guy for sure. They know that they've got a guy in him that, that they know that they can hand the offense to, and he's going to, he's going to take it, man. He, he's going to take it and run. He's, he's killing it. He's really took, taken that uh, second year step that, that, you know, what they, that they wanted and he's, he's killing it, man. I mean, they've really found their franchise guy that they're going to have for a long time. So yeah, it, it's, it's got a lot of effect on the team, a lot of effect on the culture. You know, the offense has a guy that they can trust and know will, you know, distribute the ball evenly and know that where it needs to go. And, and so I think that says a lot about the Jacksonville Jaguars for sure. Oh yeah. No, yeah. That was a stacked uh, quarterback draft. You know, they had, uh, yeah, Lawrence Wilson, Trey Lance, Mac Jones. So, you know, they could have, they could have gone any of those, you know, uh so i i don't i wouldn't say it was a you know that easy of a decision to draft them but um you know they did anyway and uh you know they're not regretting it regretting it now uh fields i mean last two what was that justin fields came out of that draft too oh yeah yeah justin fields that's right yeah another one so i mean geez um so they you know they had the the pick of the litter you know so but the, they were able to pick right there. Um, but uh, I, I don't know if you watched the when they played Baltimore a couple weeks ago. Uh, they, they like made that comeback win. I think they were down like 13 or something like that. Came back and ended up winning that game. Oof. He was he was dealing that day. Uh, he looked real good. So, you know, when you got a guy like that, you know, he, he's, you know, he's he's up there with. Uh, I don't know if he's up there now, but I think he can be with, you know, some of the best in the league. So he's going to, he's going to win you games when you probably shouldn't win <laughs> because he's that good. So, well, yeah. Uh, I mean, if you look at that stat line, I mean, you know, each game he's, he's the passing leader in all these matchups, you know, he's, yeah, he's really slinging the ball, man. Right. Yeah. Yep. And, and he can run too. I don't think, you know, he's fast, he's quick. He can, uh, you know, he can move out there. And so that helps too, you know, move in the pocket, you know, get out on rollouts and scramble if he needs. So, um, yeah, he, he's looking like the the real deal for sure. Um, and then um, similar to your number one, my number one reason why the Jacksonville Jaguars have been able to turn it around is the hiring of their head coach, Doug Peterson. I knew it. <laughs> I mean, I kind of tossed it up between Trevor Lawrence and Doug, but if if I, I just felt like if, if Urban Meyer was still the coach here, oh, I mean they, they would they would still be trash. They I mean, I don't care how good trash. Trevor Lawrence is. <laughs> they would be uh, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh Doug has has worked wonders uh, as the head coach. And that and that's what it sounds like. I mean, all the reports uh you know, coming out where, you know, he's really changed the culture there and uh, has really kind of brought in a breath of fresh air after kind of the toxic workplace that uh, Urban had. <laughs> um, and, you know, and, and Doug's a Super Bowl winning coach, you know, he's done it before. He he knows what he's doing. So having that veteran and, and I think that that obviously uh, commands some respect from the players. You know, it's like, oh, I've done this before. I know what it takes. Um. That's gonna, you know, that's gonna help your your cause um, as as a coach when you're trying to to lead these guys and 
you know, get them to do what you want them to do. So, uh, yeah, he, he's been awesome. And I think he's been a great fit with Trevor Lawrence as well. Um, you know, he's, he's kind of an offensive guy and, uh, you know, I think they've been able to, to grow and develop together and, uh, and yeah, he seems like the right guy for the job. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I, you, you've got to be pretty happy with, with the job he's done so far. And, uh, you know, I don't. I don't see why. Uh, you know, you you don't think he's he's the man for for the future too to have uh, Trevor and uh, and Doug kind of as your as your tandem uh, for the future and um, and uh, you know defensively, I think is kind of a lot like the Lions is, is maybe where they should look to to grow uh, in the off season and look to to kind of get more talent on that side of the ball because I you know offensively I. I I'm not sure there's many holes there. Yeah, yeah, I would agree um, with both things. I mean, I think their defense does need um, a little work, and I think they know that as well. Um, you know, their offense is – obviously, they just went ham this offseason and then also trading for Ridley. Like, they know that their offense is pretty, pretty stacked, so they know that they've got some work to do um, on the defensive side of the ball, which is okay. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. No. Nah. Go into the draft and and keep building, but uh, yeah, and they're young to... on that side of the ball. Like yeah, just looking yeah. here, uh, Josh Allen, he's a pretty young player. Good. Chad Muma, rookie linebacker this year. Trayvon Walker, rookie defensive end. Devin Lloyd, rookie linebacker. Yeah. Andre Cisco, rookie safety. <laughs> so they've got like a ton of rookies starting. So. <laughs> You know, that's going to take some time to for those guys to develop. But uh, so if they can, you know, fill in the holes and get those guys uh, to take a step, uh, I think even the defense is, is probably going to be set up for, for pretty good success. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when when they're young like that and they're starting, you know, they're they're learning. They're learning a lot every every second. So um, for sure, they're they're definitely a team that also should be looked at, you know, watched out for just like the lions. These guys are going to be good for the next, you know, next few years for sure, you know, so keep yeah. watching out for them. And I, I do agree with everything that you said about Doug. I mean, I, I liked him even when he was on the Eagles. I mean, he was a, he was a fantastic coach for them. Um, I was surprised that the Eagles got rid of him. I, I thought he was a fantastic coach and now he's, you know, they're in Jacksonville doing his thing again. Um, yeah, and, and killing it. So you know, I I think it's awesome that they're you know doing as well as they are. They deserve it, and and it it really looks good for for them. And their future is very bright. So I think that that combination between Lawrence and and Peterson is is strong. And you know they they're gonna they're gonna win a lot of games. So <laughs> keep oh, your yeah. eye out on these guys. <laughs> oh yeah, no yeah. I mean the, the Eagles got a statue of Doug Peterson outside their stadium. So yeah. you know the, <laughs> yeah. They clearly love him. So, you know, that was that was kind of crazy when they got rid of him. I agree. So um 20 times better than Urban, that's for certain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's quite the upgrade. Definitely. My, so my butthole uh, be better than Urban Meyer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. My uh, chicken's butthole too. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Urban was oh, trash. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a mess. Yeah, so, oh, <laughs> yeah, what a joke. So I mean, as long as they don't do another royal screw job like that again, you know, <laughs> I think they'll be fine. Yeah, that'll be just Jeez. fine. <laughs> Holy cow. But um 
yeah, I think I think you gotta gotta be impressed with both these teams and the way they've been able to turn it around. Uh, and I think there's there's blueprints here for any any other team that might be looking to you know uh, turn things around like these guys. Cough, cough, commanders. <laughs> yeah, pro- yeah, probably. You know, then uh, freaking uh, Carolina Panthers, Houston Texans. Yeah, I mean, Houston Texans. Holy, holy moly, jeez. So, um, but I think something that maybe I didn't realize uh, before looking into this was just the success they've had uh, drafting both these teams. And, oh yeah. Uh, Obviously, that's a huge part. Um, like we looked at with the offensive line, you know, they've been able to keep those guys, draft them, keep them in house, develop them, and now they're starters. And even their backups are guys they drafted. Like their their freaking <laughs> whole room is just full of guys they they drafted. And I think, you know, that's that you know that that's that's gonna help with the success of the line and the on the offense as a whole. Um, you know, Trevor Lawrence, that was a that was a Great pick, nailed that one. Travis Etienne looks like a, a monster. You know, yeah. seemed to have nailed that pick. Uh, they they went ahead and traded James Robinson a lot, like what the Lions did by trading T.J. Hawkinson. A little different of level of player, but you know, still kind of a midseason trade to get a, a few more ammo uh, to to kind of retool uh, in the off season. Um, you know, like we said, they nailed their offensive line picks. Defensively, I haven't had any issues with their their defensive picks that they had. I mean, Andre Cisco, I really liked him coming out. He seems to be really good. I mean, he's he's been playing well. He was a third round safety for him. Uh, we really liked uh, Devin Lloyd. He's a beast. Uh, same with Chad Muma. I think that was a, a sneaky good pick. Um, and then obviously um, uh, Josh Allen, their first round pick a couple years ago, he seems to be uh, a monster and he's still young. So he's still developing. Oh yeah. He's 25, you know, so he's, he's got, he's got still a good few years left. And then, um, you know, as uh, their first, the first overall pick this year, Trayvon Walker, as he develops with him and uh, uh, Josh Allen, you know, the two of those two are going to be, you know, wrecking havoc on offenses for a while. Um, I, uh, I, I don't know. It, it's still early to tell if, if how they did with the Trayvon pick. I think they did good. I mean, the 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 potential is, you know, through the roof with that guy. You know, he's just so big, fast, um, but and, and but he's still young. So I, you know, I think it might take a little time before we really know if that was a bust or not. But um, you know you can't fault him for for going a, a super high potential uh, defensive end with the first overall pick in this year's draft. Yeah, especially when they knew they needed it that position. You know, I think it was mm-hmm. it was between him and Aiden. So right, <laughs> they yeah. you know it's it's one or the other. And and like you had said, we 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 haven't really been able to see him fully. You know blossom quite yet but like you had mentioned that the potential is just it just oozes out of the guy so yeah i'm sure we'll probably see him he'll just turn it on you know maybe maybe this next year you know since it's the season's almost over it looks like he's out this you know looks like he's out too with injury or something but 
Yeah, did it say how long? Uh, he's out for this week. They play tomorrow, mm. uh, but, Thursday. So, yeah, you know he's he's young, and so you know it'll it'll be fun yeah. to see him, see how he develops too. You know, see if he's he's really worth that uh, number one overall pick type uh, type player. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, but I agree. Um, so I guess if if you if we had to like give teams a blueprint, uh, kind of a three bullet point br- blueprint, kind of going back to what we did uh, on how to turn things around, what what would be the the blueprint you think? The three bullet points that you just hand a team like, oh, if you can do these three things, you know, you can see similar success like these and turn around like uh, like these two teams have. Uh, what, what would you think? Yeah, uh, I think, I think it's really the three points that that me and you had mentioned. I mean, they're they're obviously easier said than done. Um, but my three bullet points, at least, would be, um, you know, you you got to win in the draft. You've got to draft guys that you know are are gonna play for you and play play good. Um, second, I would say you got to have a, a good head coach that you know you can trust and and really you know depend on to to uh, be a, be a leader in the locker room and really take command like, um, like a Dan Campbell or, you know, a, a, a guy like that, that's, that's very, you know, demanding and has the respect of the players and, and the organization and, and fan base. And then, um, man, the, the third and final one, I, I don't know. I would, I, I think it's got to go to the offensive line, right? Oh yeah, it's it's got to. We, right. Both these teams, yeah, both these teams. O line is 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 very strong. You're right. It definitely has to go to an O line. Um, I mean, you've got to have a solid O line. It, it. I mean, we we're seeing Jared Goff, a mediocre, talented quarterback. You know, leading his team to a potential playoff berth, and be, it's because he's got all day back there to you know pick them apart. So. Right, a, a mediocre quarterback can look really good when he's got the you know the the amount of time that that these guys have. So, I I definitely agree. I think O line should definitely be on that list. Yeah, I think that that goes under the radar far too often. You know, you gotta develop that offensive line. You've gotta, uh, you know, keep if you can draft those guys and keep them there, and and you know, like like we said, develop them. And sure, you know, maybe trade for a guy or two like a brandon sheriff you know when the time is right um you know a a a pro bowl player like that you know you do it because man those guys are are i think i just feel like especially this year i just feel like so many offenses are just struggling i think it it all goes back to the offensive line They, they cannot protect their guys uh you know we watch the commanders every week and you know they're good run run uh blockers but uh they are just the worst at pass blocking it makes no sense um <laughs> so it's like but uh, you know anybody can just run out there and just get in the way of somebody you know so pass blocking <laughs> is very difficult uh especially because you know so, so many teams are going after you know young quick defensive ends and and you know uh defensive tackles and so you know that's where a lot of the team's resources are going you need guys that can hold up on there and uh you know you you need 
to give your quarterbacks time to drop back and and deliver the ball to all these receivers and their and their weapons. Uh, and uh, you know, I just think a lot of teams don't have that right now. So, yeah, I would put that on there as well. You you've got you've got to give your guys some time to, um, you know, to 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 execute the game plan, or else you know your offense is just going to be stuck in mud. It seems like every week. Uh, but yeah, I, I I like that blueprint. You know, I think nail the draft. Not just first rounders, because yeah, those are a little easier to to get right. But later round picks, you know, you need these picks to be playing for you consistently and to be playing well for you. Um, and yeah, find that head coach uh, that can can develop these players, that can get these players to play to their potential, and then, um, and then yeah, develop that offensive line, get those guys that'll. Yeah, that that can hold up, that can protect your quarterback, that can that can also you know create holes for your running game, and and that and that'll help you execute offensively. Um, I like it, I like it. So I mean, hey, if you're if you're the Texans, if you're the Panthers, uh, listen up, because uh, <laughs> this is this is the way. Um, and you know it's it's easier said than done, but uh, you know, man, you you you've got to nail those things, or it's 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 just gonna be tough. Um, well, I like it, I like it. Uh, so yeah, both these teams have been impressive lately. So I and I'm sure they're gonna continue this run. Uh, the the Commanders lost uh, Monday Sunday night, so that that helps the Lions' chances of getting in to the playoffs uh their schedule's a lot lighter than the commanders um we we looked at that last pod so you can revisit that if you want but honestly at this at this at this rate i wouldn't be surprised if the lions make it in and uh kick kick the commanders out uh has uh yeah commanders are gonna have to win at least two more games and they have uh, San Francisco, um, and the Cowboys. Oh yeah, Cleveland Browns, and then yeah, the Cowboys. Uh, Texans have, or the 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 Lions. Um, who do they have? They have Carolina Panthers this week. Who do they have next week? Oh, the Bears. They have the Bears next week, and then they have the Packers. <laughs> so, you know, they could easily win all three of those games. Um, so it's gonna be tough. So I would not be surprised if 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 they make it in. And then obviously the the Jaguars as well, because uh I think they play they play the Texans. Oh no, they don't play the Texans, they play the Jets. They play the Jets tomorrow. Uh that's gonna be a good game, you know. When you normally see those two teams, you think, eh, you know, I don't I don't want to watch that. But no, these two teams are fighting for playoffs right now. So, you know, times have changed. Uh so that's gonna be a good game. Then they've got the Texans, and then they finish off the year probably for the division against the Tennessee Titans. So it's coming down to the wire for these teams, but um, you know, they they've set themselves up for success. So I would not be surprised if we see both these teams in the playoffs. Yeah, that that would be awesome. You know, that would really be a turn for the turn turn of the tables, man. These these two teams have 
uh, really struggled in the past. So it'd, it'd be kind of fun, you know, we'll, we'll change a scenery to see these new faces, new teams, new young, young kids, you know, af- out there, you know, hungry for a, for a Super Bowl. So yeah, uh, I'm excited. It's, it's exciting stuff. Yep. Yep. So definitely keep your eye out on those teams and, um, uh, you know, as we inch closer here to the actual playoffs, uh, we will we will break it all down for you guys. So um, let's uh, let's get into our uh, weekly picks. All right. Um, so I sold my iPad for Christmas. So now I'm going to have to. Go on my phone <laughs> for the, for these picks. Um, so let's uh, let me pull them. Let me pull them up. <laughs> I know I I sold it so I could get get a new one, but I haven't got the new one yet. So um, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna make it work. Don't worry. <laughs> You better have the saved files of all the past. Oh, I got them saved, boy. Don't you worry. <laughs> Good. I got them saved. When I win this week and this next week, I think I'm beating you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, maybe not. Maybe I didn't save them, so I think we'll have to start <laughs> over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you worried, boy. You worried. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll see. We'll see about that. Um. All righty, let's pull it up. I'll pull up uh, week 15, which was this last week. All righty, here we are. Here we are. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, let me pull up the, the actual score so we know. All right. Um, so let's see. Um, wait a minute. Here we go. Week six, 15. All right. So we didn't pick the Thursday night game because, uh, we were, we were, we were recording after the game. So we'll skip over that one. So the first game we have on here was, uh, the Indianapolis Colts at the Minnesota Vikings. And, uh, it was a close one. It was not looking good there for a minute, but, um, Vikings pull it out to the largest comeback in NFL history. <laughs> <laughs> and so um uh we both are one for one. I'll just circle them, that's probably easier. Then we both had uh Cleveland beating the Baltimore Ravens. Uh so we were correct there as well. And uh, let's see, we both had Buffalo beating the Miami Dolphins. And so we are correct there as well. We are three for three. Let's go. Uh, We both had the Philadelphia Eagles beating the Chicago Bears. Uh, No surprises there. Uh, And then let's see. Uh, we both had the Atlanta Falcons beating the Saints. New Orleans Saints. Oh, sorry, never mind. The Saints actually won that game. Dang it. Forgot about that. 
Well, our first loss. I was hoping the Falcons would win that game, but uh, it did not happen, unfortunately. Crap yeah, it was close. It was a close game, but uh, and Desmond Rinder didn't didn't look too bad. He he looked okay out there. So I think you know I think he might be able to get more comfortable and uh, uh, you know might be able to surprise some people. So. Uh, then we had we both had the Detroit Lions beating the New York Jets and the Green Arrow in his return. Uh, we were both correct there. Ooh. And then let's see. Uh, you had the Carolina Panthers beating the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, but the Pittsburgh Steelers end up getting the win with old Mitchell Trubisky. I know that was a close game as well. That was a tight one. Uh, playoff implications there for the Panthers, but um, they cannot pull away for the win. Uh, we both had Dallas beating the Jaguars, but uh, Jaguars end up getting the win in overtime. Uh, you love to see that. Um, and, uh, another close one, but, uh, Kansas city, we, uh, we, we, we picked that one, right. Coming out of Houston with the win. And then, uh, let's see, um, you picked Arizona to beat the Broncos. I picked Denver and Denver was victorious. <laughs> Not looking good for you, boy. A lot. <laughs> well, I don't know. Is there any other? Oh, I don't think there is. That, uh, <laughs> that determines it. That's all right, boy. You knew I was coming for you. You knew he was coming. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. <laughs> and then uh, we both had... um Las Vegas beating the Patriots in a uh, crazy last-second touchdown there by just the ultimate uh, dumb play there for the Patriots. So you love to see that. And then we both had the Chargers beating the um, Tennessee Titans. Uh, we both had Cincinnati beating Tom Brady in the Bucks, which we are correct there. And... Uh, Gut punch. We both had commandos coming out with the win, but we were incorrecto. Um, but we both did have Green Bay beating the Rams, and so we were correct there. Uh, just curious. Let's see who won with the with the total points. I had thirty eight. You had thirty, and the total was. 36. Oh, <laughs> let's go. Almost Ooh. had that one spot on, but we'll give me an extra point for that one. Why not? Let's, let's might, as, might as well rub it in. So, um, your boy comes out victorious. Let's see. I had one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. And I think you had just ten, right? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Let's go. All right, boy. You still got time to bounce back. 
Boo. <laughs> There's still hope for you. For week 16, starting tomorrow, Thursday, December 22nd, on Fox. <laughs> Actually, Prime Video, Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> Actually, Prime Video. Uh, let me go ahead and pull up our uh, next um, uh, our next week's uh, sheet here. Let's see. Uh, week sixteen. Um. Let's go. All right, putting it up in here. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Oh, why is it blurry? What's going on here? That is not what I want. Let's get rid of that. All right, sorry, this is great. This is great podcasting. This is great podcasting, buddy. <laughs> Trying to freaking delete this thing. It's can't even read the 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 teams. I don't even know how to how to delete it. Let's see. Is this one any better? Okay, this one's better. Let's do this one. Uh, let's see. Oh, let's do this. Let's do this. Here we go. Let's try this one. Okay, this is the one. Can I? Let's see, I'm trying to delete. I'm trying to delete this page. Okay, here we go. There we go. There we go. We're in business now, boys. Okay, here we go. Bam. All right, all right, all right. Let me share my screen again here. What? Okay, here we go. Can you see that? Yeah. Perfect. All right, I'll, I'll uh, give you the honors. Uh, who do you got winning tomorrow night? Jacksonville Jaguars at the New York Jets. Give me Jacksonville going into New York and taking a dub. Um, we talked about them today. They're playing real tough. Um, you know, playoff, playoff. Playoffs on the line. I think they go in there and uh, handle business, man. Dang. I think I'm with you. They've been on fire. And, uh, yeah, they're ready to they're ready to make that push, the playoffs. And it starts tomorrow at the Jets. Uh, then we've got some Saturday games. Oh, most of the games are Saturday what the? Uh, this week. Because Christmas is on Sunday. So they're going to try and give a lot of the teams and players – 
the day off on Boo! Sunday. <laughs> You're supposed to be there for my entertainment, players. <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? Stop slacking off, punks. So uh, <laughs> we've got Saturday, Christmas Eve games. Uh, first one, we've got the Buffalo Bills at the Chicago Bears. And I'm going the Bills. Yep, I agree. I don't even have to say anything else because it's not even going to be close. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. Uh, yeah, what what a stinker that one should be. Um, who do you got in the New Orleans Saints at the Cleveland uh, Browns? I think this one will be a dog fight. Um, I think it'll be a pretty tough match, but uh, I think yeah. Cleveland, I could see Cleveland winning this one. Um, I think Deshaun again. You know, works off a little, little bit more of that dust, um, and uh, takes a win here. Dang. Okay. Um. Man. Yeah, this one's tough. Two good defenses, not very good offenses. Um. I'm going New Orleans here. I think. Uh, New Orleans has a little more to play for. Uh, I believe they can still make it into the playoffs. I believe the Browns are mathematically eliminated. So I think uh, that'll play make a difference here in this matchup. And I think uh, Browns, or sorry, Saints come out a little more uh, ready to play. So give me the Saints. Right. Um. Then we've got the Houston Texans at the Tennessee Titans, and I'm going Tennessee here. Uh, another another stinker. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? This one's pretty easy. I've got uh, Tennessee. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, a little better of a game here. We've got the Seattle Seahawks at the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, what do you think's happening in this one? Oh, is Kansas City resting? You think they're resting? Is everybody um, I don't think so, because they could still make it to the first seed if the Bills lose. Oh. Um, so they might still be playing for the like the number one overall seed so they can get that bye week. So I bet they're still playing. All right. Yeah, then I'd say uh, Kansas City at home. It's always yep. tough to play in the Arrowhead. Yeah, especially a one win. Uh, oh no, Seattle's playing. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, Seattle's kind of uh, lost some of its magic. So yeah, I'm going Kansas City here as well. Then we've got the New York Giants at the Minnesota Vikings. Ooh, this one's tough. Yeah, uh, New York has things to play for as well. Trying to trying to keep their playoff spot but i'm going minnesota here um minnesota just keeps finding a way to win and i think that uh continues yeah i agree uh minnesota's pretty pretty dang tough man i like it uh who do you got in the cincinnati Bengals at the new england patriots uh, I'm high on Cincy, man. I, I think they go into uh, New England and, and get a dub. You know, they continue to win win these uh, tough games that they need um, for playoff hopes, or not hopes, but, you know, for the playoff picture. So uh, give me uh, Cincy. Yep, I'm with you. 
Um, they've been on fire as hot as any team in the league. So, yep, give me the Bengals here. Um, then we've got the Detroit Lions at the Carolina Panthers. Uh, both teams technically still in the playoff race, but um, I'm going Detroit here. Uh, yeah, they've 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 looked good, and uh, they seem to be fired up, ready to ready to make that push into the playoffs. Yep. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Uh, Detroit's hungry, man. So they're they're going to come out uh, come out swinging. Awesome. And then we've got the Atlanta Falcons at the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, this this also kind of a playoff implication matchup here. Um, uh, Atlanta still has a chance to make it, I believe. And uh, Baltimore, I believe they lost the. I believe they lost the um, the division because uh, they lost to the Browns and then the Bengals won last week. So now the Bengals are the number are the number one team in their division. Uh, and now the, 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 the Ravens are in the, the wild card. Uh, do you know if Lamar is back? Ooh, I don't know. Let's see. I haven't heard. Um, let's see if we can find out. Cause yeah, that's, that's a good question. Uh, I don't see anything here, but let me look. I go to like fantasy that is like they're pretty accurate with uh, their with uh, you know updating uh, the, their players. Um, let's see, he didn't practice today. Um, oof, I haven't ruled him out yet, but. Honestly, not looking good, especially with like a short week because they're playing Saturday. So I would probably say he he's not playing, but I guess you never know. Yeah. With no Lamar, I'm taking Baltimore. Dang. Okay. (laughs) This one will be a a sneaky game because, yeah, if if Lamar's not playing, uh, you know, I think that's a little more even even matchup. Yeah, um, I think I'm going Baltimore either way. Dang. Okay. I I think I'm going Atlanta here. Uh, I don't right. think Lamar's playing. All right. And I, I I again I like Desmond Ritter. Right. He, he was he was close. All right. Uh, <laughs> he was close last week. All I right. Think, I I think he might be able to pull it off. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> so yeah, let's let's go. Let's go, Desmond Ritter here. All right, um, then we've got the Washington Commandos at the San Francisco 49ers. Ooh. But I'm going San Francisco here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't take long. <laughs> no, I mean, that's just a heartbreaking loss uh, for the Commanders, and I think they'll be motivated, but you, you, you got to travel all the way across the country 49ers, one of the best defenses. I mean, probably the best defense in the league. I mean, you're still playing Brock Purdy, but I mean, he's been playing good. So uh, I don't see why, you know, he can't keep it up. Um, and then the, one of the best offensive lines in the league as well. I think they'll be able to to handle Washington's uh, defensive line. Yep. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm riding that uh, Purdy train all the way home, baby. Nice. Nice. 
Uh, and then we've got a, a pretty good game here. Um, I don't know if it really means much in the playoffs, but the Philadelphia Eagles at the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, who do you like in this matchup? Philly will be hurtsless, I believe. Oh, right? that's right. Yeah. I don't think he's playing. They're, they're resting him because it doesn't really mean much for them. I think they've pretty much just clinched everything. So, <laughs> Yeah, with that being the case, uh, I think Dallas takes this one at home. Nice. Yeah, I think I'm with you here. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, at home. No, um, no Jalen Hurts. Yeah, give me, give me Dallas as well. Uh, then we've got the Las Vegas Raiders at the Pittsburgh Steelers for the Sunday night game, or I guess Saturday night game. Kind of a stinker, but um, man, I believe, um, I believe, uh, what's his name is back. Uh, Kenny Pickett is back for Pittsburgh this week. Uh, oof, I'm going Pittsburgh. I think. Uh, Vegas traveling. Uh, you know, not terribly far, but you know, traveling and uh, with Kenny Pickett, I, I I like Pittsburgh a little better. Oh, sorry, I marked that for you too. But... <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you think, Savannah? Oh gosh, neither one of these teams can get into the playoffs, right? I don't think so. Uh, let's see. I don't know about the Steelers. I don't think so. Let's see though. Um, I think, I think, yeah, I think they're pretty much out of it. Um, dang it, where am I? No, I want. Um, wasn't there a standings one? Did I? Am I going crazy here? Um, what am I looking for here? Schedule. But all right, let's go here. Oh, here we go. Standings. Uh, and then the Vegas, yeah, I'm pretty sure Vegas is pretty much pretty much out of it. But uh yeah, I think I I think Pittsburgh and the Browns are pretty much out. So I don't think either of these teams are, are playing for, for much. All right. Uh I guess maybe the Raiders are actually. Let's see. Let's see where the Raiders are here. Uh, Raiders are right here. They need to get, right? Let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Because this is in their seven. I think there's seven teams, right? So I think they need to get up here. So technically, I guess. Yeah, they don't even show the, the Steelers here. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah, the Steelers are right here. Man. So I guess maybe, maybe, maybe that both of them do have a chance at a wild card. Because uh, technically, you know, if these teams, if, if, yeah, either of these teams lose out. So maybe they do. Um, Give me, give me Pittsburgh at home. Pittsburgh at home. Okay. That's, I mean, that's what I thought. That's why I marked it down for you. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Here we go. 
Oh, so yeah, they need to they need to get like up here. Jeez. So it, it's not looking too good, but I mean I technically there's a chance, I'm pretty sure. Uh geez, so yeah, not <laughs> not looking too good, but I guess there's a there's a chance. Um and then we've got uh, a few Sunday games, Christmas games. I'm I'm disappointed they're not better than uh, than what they are. I wish they would just change, flip these out and change them for something else. Because you know I want to watch some games on Sunday or on Christmas, but it is what it is, I guess. Uh, we've got the Green Bay Packers at the Miami Dolphins. Uh, what what do you think's happening uh, in this matchup? Give me Miami at home. All right, the Dolphins at home against Aaron Rodgers in the pack, the pack attack. Man, I think technically the Packers are still kind of in the in the hunt. It's going to take a lot. But I think I'm going Miami as well here. Miami's uh Miami's been pretty impressive this year. Um then we've got the Denver Broncos at the Los Angeles Rams. Uh both teams I believe are are out. Yeah, they're both they're both eliminated. This is so <laughs> lame. This late in the year, and we've got these crappy teams playing in the freaking Christmas. Oh, how <laughs> lame is this? Um, I think I'm going Broncos here. Give me, give me the Broncos. What What, what are your thoughts? I I actually agree. Yeah. Uh, okay. As crazy as it sounds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ugh, yeah, what a what a stinker. Uh, then we've got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the India or sorry at the Arizona Cardinals. Tampa Bay holding on for dear life for the division. <laughs> Jeez. Um, uh, Arizona has been eliminated, so they cannot make the playoffs. Um, who, who do you like in this game? Give me old Tom Brady um, going into Arizona against uh, Tracy McSorley. That's right. Get, oh, get, Tracy McSorley. Yeah, getting a dub. He knows it's a it's a must win game for him, so uh, he's gonna do what it takes. Yeah, I'm with you as well. They they look better on Sunday, so uh, you know there's 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 signs of them getting back on track somewhat. So yeah, I'm I'm with you. Uh, yeah, against a, you know, young quarterback. I, I think they should be able to handle that. Um, then we've got the Los Angeles Chargers at the Indianapolis Colts for the Monday night, uh, day after Christmas game. Uh, let's see. So Chargers in the playoffs right now, uh, in the sixth seed. Uh, Indianapolis have not technically been eliminated yet, but pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's gonna take a lot to get for them to get in. Um boy, oh boy. But I think I'm going Chargers here. Uh they've they've been playing well. They barely eked out a win last week. Um, right? It was it was tight. Um but I yeah, I I, I feel like they should be able to do it again. Yep. They're, yeah, they're, I agree. they're they're a better team. I mean, they should they should win this game. They yeah, they definitely are. I, I think they're they they'll um definitely beat the beat the Colts. All righty, and then that would wrap up uh, week sixteen. 
Uh, let's go ahead and predict total points scored on the Monday night game, just in case. Once again, I'll let you pick uh, pick first. Uh, Between the Chargers and the Colts. Let's go. Let's go with the actual correct answer of last week's 36. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Um, I'm going with my trusty, dusty 40 here. Give me, <laughs> give me 40. It's 40 piece. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I like um, it. Yeah, let, let's do that. Let's do that. Um, all right. Well, I mean, oh, I guess it's not the end of the world that the crappy games are on Christmas. So we can actually, you know, do other things. It's not the end of the world if we don't watch those crappy <laughs> games. <laughs> uh, you know, play with our presents and everything. That's right. Um, <laughs> but uh, that about wraps up uh, this week's edition of Coaching from the Couch uh happy holidays to everyone we won't see you until or talk to you i guess until after christmas so i hope you guys enjoy that enjoy merry friggin christmas merry chrysler everyone uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh we'll talk to you hopefully before the new year so we won't wish you a happy new year quite yet that's right but um Enjoy the games. It's a little weird schedule this week, but uh, it is the holidays, so I guess we'll we'll let it slide. Any um, any last thoughts from you, boy? Nope, nope. Have a have a merry Christmas. It's going to be a fun one. Uh, right. It's exciting. We got some NFL games on the, on Christmas, so that that's exciting. Watch those. Tune in. Um, but yeah, we're we're getting into the thick. Of, Think of the playoffs now, baby. So it's all good stuff now. That's right. When the games matter the most. So that's right. Fun stuff. Yep. Yep. That's right. So yeah, it's true. I mean, playoffs uh, turn these games and, you know, the stakes are a little higher now. So, uh, you know, that always uh, makes things a little more interesting. So, um, oh yeah. I forgot uh, Ryan Tannehill most likely out for the season. Ooh. Not uh, not ideal there. Who did we pick <laughs> with our picks? Did we pick um? Who are they playing again? Uh, oh, they're playing the Texans. So, do you want to change your pick? Did you know Tiny House probably out? I I I I forgot about that. Well, they'll just throw Malik in there. Yeah, Malik Malik Willis back in there. Yeah, I think I will, I'll keep mine. You you picked. Tennessee to win that one. Yeah. Man. Yeah, home game. Yeah, I'll I'll I'll, I'll keep it too. Uh. I, yeah, Malik Malik's a good player. So um. Yeah, I I'll stick I'll stick with that. But tough loss there for the for the Titans. Um. Probably gonna affect their playoff hopes uh because yeah they're they're barely hanging on to the division as well so we'll have to see how that one shakes out for them but anyway thanks for for listening and um 
Again, yeah, happy holidays, and uh, we will talk to you guys next week. Peace! Later.